We were just talking about the hottest dictators. Do you have a Preference. any thoughts on that? Mm, the hottest dictator. Uh, hold on, let me think about that. Oh. Well, I can tell <laughs> you who the winner is. There's so Who's many. This is a young Joseph Stalin is mm-hmm. just like he's beautiful. Welcome to JBJ. I'm your host, Corey Hatfield. With me in the studio is Jush. I really wish we hadn't have used all our jokes in the eight minutes before we started. <laughs> we'll just edit those yeah, in later. Yeah, we can do it in post. It's and cool. uh, JDS. And with us today, we have Harmon Cooper. Harmon Cooper. And hey, everyone. I know you from uh, Cherry Blossom Girls. That's the run I read. Oh, great. That's like, what, 57 books? <laughs> Uh, minus, yeah, 57 minus uh, 51. Nope, I'm bad at math. Yeah, it's something like that. Maybe 53 books. Like yeah. That. Why did, when when he said he read Cherry Blossom Girls, why were you like, oh, great. Are you not <laughs> proud of that? Uh, no, nothing like that. It's just, um, uh, I don't know why? <laughs> well, because I, I, harem? I, no, well, because... I, I divided myself into a, uh, another pen name to write harem specifically. But it's kind of meta because the, the I write under the name Gideon Caldwell, who, as you know, is uh-huh. the lead of Cherry Blossom Girls. Yeah, I would have so, got it. Yeah, and then in the actual the eighth book of Cherry Blossom Girls, I like plot out what he's going to later write, and then I have actually published those books as Gideon Caldwell. Nice. So it's like a different like level of meta. I really I really enjoyed meta fiction years ago. Mm-hmm. Now I probably you did a lot of work because if I were you, I probably would have just changed my pin name to. Uh, <laughs> Carmen Hooper and then Carmen oh, Hooper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Harem Cooper. That yeah, was one that my, my fans joked about. Um, well, no, this is uh, nothing about not being proud of it though. I, I, I just like, like um like I've kind of separated. Are you embarrassed that uh the girls in Cherry Blossom Girl don't have USB C ports? So you didn't yes. proof your books? Is that why Oh I didn't yeah, that's one thing for sure. So uh, yeah, yeah. I get it. It happens when you write in a vacuum a little bit because I, I in I've been writing for I mean since 2007 and when I put other people into my you know here hey I have this idea or whatever they always have a way of like either shitting it somehow or uh, uh, convoluting it and so I've learned that I do better when I just write what my idea is and then it's only later when someone reviews it like hey you know USB C is like probably what they would use I'm like oh damn it. Well, there's two things on that. Like, would you consider rewriting the books? And then also, every time you mention a podcast, change it to our podcast? Yeah, yeah. Screw your glass. I wrote glass. like a bag of dicks. Weird. Well, I think I did read on, like, your website that you said something about, like, shout shout out on Facebook, and I'll, like, write you into one of my books. Is that? Uh, yeah. Um, if, if, it's, if it's taking place in you know, a modernist world. I, I write cultivation progression fantasy too. And all of those names are like 
basically Tibetan um, and uh, Mongolian Japanese hybrids. So it wouldn't fit into that. But for things in a modern, like I'm writing a new Gideon Caldwell book that uh, it takes place in a modern world. I think it would actually really entertain Cherry Blossom readers because it's back to superheroes. No one's going to have any, there's, yeah, there's going to be no USB Cs. I actually, I thought about setting it in the 90s just so that they don't have technology. I, I When I do modern settings, I kind of don't like technology because if you think about it, it makes things too easy. Like why would I, if I knew someone was going to do something, why would I like wait around my house for it to happen? Or, you know, I would just text them or something and like it kind of like, uh, messes with fiction to me to have modern technology. So I try to actually avoid it. I did that in House of Dolls. I like, if, even though it was a modernish setting, I made sure like they couldn't, you, there was no computers, there was no internet for that very reason because it just makes everything easy. So this one, you said it was uh, your wrestling one. It's going to be written by Gideon Caldwell, right? So yes, yes. It'll be, yeah, Harem for sure. All, all of his stuff is going to be along those lines. The other one that's going um, from that one right now is my Ninja Girl, and I have one more book coming out at the end of this month, beginning of next month for that. Um, so, and that seems to be people seem to really like that one, which is kind of a strange one because it's kind of a like cyberpunk uh, cultivation kind of well, mashup. Now's the time to hit on the cyberpunk. People people love that cyberpunk stuff. Yeah, twenty seven. They do. Everybody loved oh, that game. Everybody so was so happy about it. Yeah. I have it, but I don't have a PS5 yet, so I'm just kind of trying to get my PS5 before I fire it up. I think if you just are in any way involved in Cyberpunk now, you're going to end up part of a class action lawsuit. So you might want to watch out. <laughs> okay, I won't. I shouldn't even play it then. All the all the players are going to end well, up. You might want to take all well. your books down. <laughs> just to be safe just tell it's going there on. was one book that came out that looked exactly like um the cyberpunk like font and everything i think it might have even had cyberpunk in the title and i was like man that's pretty close yeah i don't know people can get away with some crazy stuff because i've seen people write yeah. minecraft fiction and publish it and don't get in trouble so or, uh, yeah the pokemon stuff no there was yeah. the, uh one author who was putting out a book and i'm pretty sure they literally just took all the advertisement from eight big bastards and slap their own slime girl uh, book on top of it. But that's <laughs> advertising. Anything's legal in advertising. Hey, the eight bit bastards guy is my. He's Josh is great. He's my. Um, he's been doing my print copies for me because uh, I I just hate messing with the print stuff. Um, it's, it's just tedious and he seems to do really well at it. So he's gonna do uh, all my prints going forward. He's done uh, the pilgrim books and. Um, yeah, he'll be doing the and Cowboy Necromancer, and he'll be doing the other ones. Going. Pilgrim, what was the Pilgrim one? Pilgrim has been my most phenomenal series. Uh, it's the, it's, it's, it's just I can't even describe how popular it's been for me. And you um, two copies. Uh, I've sold three, and a third <laughs> book's coming out in. <laughs> the third book's coming out in May, and um, yeah, it's it's basically um, kind of a. Uh, Witcher meets John Wick meets Preacher. Um, it's about a, a, a former an assassin who gives up the trade, um, and he's uh, half demon, but he kind of doesn't really know it at the time, but he knows that he's more powerful than the other people, and he kind of just tries to get away from the rest of the world, but the world does not want him to get away from them, so uh, it, it he has a lot of assassins coming after him. He meets a lot of Japanese mythological creatures, which is really cool because I'm a really big fan of yokai and like kami and oni, which are different types of Japanese mythological creatures. He befriends them, but he still has people trying to kill them. 
And uh, it's an action figure so, right behind you. I know exactly what you're talking and about. My son owns a yokai watch, so <laughs> yokai are so fun. I lived in Japan for almost a year, and uh, I kind of got into it around that time because I saw some books by um, oh, I forgot there was a there's I'll have to send you a link. There's a, a, a an English writer who was writing about yokai in the early 1900s. And he actually ended up like taking a Japanese name and everything. Oh my God. He has a weird name. It's like Hakadio or something. Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> I, I, can, I can name two Japanese people, Shigeru Miyamoto and Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what's really good? I just started it on, on Netflix, the um, the Age of the Samurai documentary. It's kind of like a documentary yeah. with like, it's actually, I, I've been getting a lot. I'm working on a new cultivation book and it's been really interesting because Japanese history is, always been a little convoluted because the names are very can be very similar and when you're reading it they kind of blur because it'll be like well this is nobunaga and his son is nobukata and his son is nobunogo and you're like oh man which one which one was the guy who yeah that thing looks pretty awesome it's the one with tom cruise in it's it, the right? one with tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> that movie is great. that movie is oh, yeah, it's right up there with Schindler's list mm-hmm. but tom cruise uh, is great in it he's great in it pilgrim the artwork is great that was yeah, the one that i really, really cool the second book i think has an even cooler uh, wait till you see the third i'll, I'll it's it's I just got the final copy from the um uh the, the artist who's doing it and it's it's insane. It's basically the same guy but he's fighting he's actually fighting his ex-girlfriend in the lore of the book, but he has a uh someone who he had a relationship with, an assassin. She's abused these things called remnants enough to uh um make it so she floats and so he's kind of like fighting this masked like kabuki masked ghoul. We'll send us, send us a copy of it and we'll reveal it on the JVJ podcast Facebook and that way you don't get to reveal it. <laughs> yeah. It'll really help you out. You hate print stuff. Yeah, yeah, you hate it. We'll, we'll do it for you. You won't have to print it out. We'll do that. The, I think the first book that I ever saw from you was uh, Sacred Cat Island. Okay. People on the like lit RPG forum were talking a lot about it and like it really spoke to me. I didn't listen to it because it, you know, <laughs> I didn't have the time. But like, I really wanted to. That was the one I, I, I wanted to. I didn't. It's great, and um, the narrator Travis Baldry is is great. So I'll be I'll be working with him in the future. I have a project. Um, that was such a fun book to write, though. It was very cathartic for me, at least, because it's about a father and his two sons, and it it were there's like my my childhood was somewhat like that. It was nice. You had a father. Uh, I did not have a father. I had two. <laughs> um but uh no it's just uh, i it kind of helped you know my my uh, it kind of helped me process things that i didn't even realize i needed to process you know kind of sometimes writing does that even like you know trivial and fun harem stuff sometimes you can characters will get into a conversation where you're like oh wait i'm actually getting something deep here you know it's like okay now it's time for a sex scene mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be honest like i did all your cherry blossom girls and then perfect girls, but I'm really not in it for the sexy scenes. I kind of yeah, those happen. I just like the You're story. You that's ve- that's very. You should do you should do my Ninja Girl because if you like the vibe of Cherry Blossom Girls, it has a similar kind of that. The Gideon Caldwell name, I all I want to have kind of that more of like a fun vibe, not really House of Dolls, which is a lot darker. So. Yeah, I like the reference stuff, like with the Cherry Blossom Girls, like with the oh yeah, Iron Glass and all that. I like that, and then like. Uh, <laughs> What was it? There was a whole scene about him throwing his phone out the the window, but he didn't break the chip or something. Like, oh, I, I don't know. It was just fun. Yeah, then, uh, I'm getting. Some pretty- people hated that character 
And I thought like, you know, because a lot of the, the I love harem readers, first of all, because and, I, and I'll explain why harem readers for, for me have been like the most they, they, if I if I release Sacred Cat Island, they will read it. If I release Cherry Blossom Girls, they will read it. But my other readers, if I, they won't read Cherry Blossom Girls, they'll only read like stuff that's definitely not harem. Right. And I've noticed with the harem readers is like they'll just read across the board. Right. However, they. As a whole, they kind of like a, a tougher main character. So Gideon's not so tough at first, but he actually becomes stronger, which I always wanted to argue with people, but I don't argue with readers really. But like, you know, they're like, oh, he's kind of a pussy, whatever. And I'm like, he does become stronger, you know, in book five. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a ways to go. It's an arc. And then uh, I think everybody's pretty excited about your cowboy necromancer, right? I'm excited about it. It's That's it's the one you got. If you guys haven't read anything... <laughs> Say that again. I'm sorry. It sounds sexy as hell. <laughs> it's I'm. It's been real. Like it, it was a really fun thing to write, and I did all the research for it too. Like I mean, I went to Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, which was yeah. It's it's an eye opener. The main <laughs> character for Cowboy Necromancer, Sterling. He doesn't he doesn't like really utilize his power as much as someone should. Like he he could do a lot of different things. He's more of like it's it's a it's what's what's really cool about it is his whole everything is shit because it's five years after the world is basically ended and he's just wants to farm peppers. Like he has a pepper farm outside of truth or consequences. He That's tried crazy. to take down. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? He tried to take down the aliens that, you know, um, have caused their situation three years ago. He failed and he's just like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I'm just going to stay out here. Well, they come for him and he's at the point where he's like, well, they destroyed my farm. So, I guess I'm going to have to do something about it. And I really was able, I'm from Texas. So I was really able to pull from some characters I know from Texas. I'm from Austin. So it's not really, you know, cowboy culture, but an hour and a half outside of hour, an hour and a half outside of Austin is um, a place called Bastrop and Smithville. And my family had a, a home there that my dad later lived in. And my dad went from like this, like, you know, he worked at insurance companies and stuff to kind of like a, like living outside in the country. He's having friends that are driving up in big trucks and like, some of those guys were some of like the loyalist, like toughest dudes. And, you know, it's hard to say cowboys, they don't really exist as much in the 21st century. You know, you don't have to take cattle to Missouri now. You know, you can send it by train or just cut it up and send it that way. But um, there are people that have that, that kind of uh, lifestyle. And so I was able to base some of the stuff on, on especially one of them who was just the toughest man I ever met. I mean, I, I've never met anyone like this guy. Um, and so it's that, that was really cool for me, especially I live in the East coast now. So I don't, I don't see like desert landscapes and stuff like that. And to be able to like pull all that in and um, tell like a good Western, but that's also post-apocalyptic and lit RPG. I'm pretty happy with it. And I, um, the narration is going to be insane. McLeod Andrews is doing it. And he's done one of, um, Brandon Sanderson's series, uh, the Reckoner who did that series. And he's also done Westerns too. I love yeah. the Reckoner. Exactly. So he's also done um, he's also done Westerns, um, which makes it even better because like, you know, Podium's producing it and they were like, yeah, hey, what about, you know, he's done Westerns. We want him to do it. And they sent me some links of the Westerns he's done. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to sound so cool. So I'm excited if it doesn't yeah, sound uh, like I am. Maybe he can smoke the whole time and it'll give him a real raspy voice. Yeah, that helps a lot. Ooh, that'd be cool. It does help. And the main character does smoke a lot as well. I mean, he hand roll cigarettes when he rides his bone horse sometimes in the book. And he's constantly hand rolling cigarettes. He keeps bags of tobacco in his inventory list and papers. And you got us. You got to smoke. Cause like, we're not even, we're not professional voice actors <laughs> by any means, but we light up a blunt before <laughs> the podcast. And that gives, gives us that raspy voice. 
and the bloodshot eyes that you yeah. need. Yeah. You know something, dude. Um, the word blunt. <laughs> it means <laughs> We roll up a pot. I was I had watched the documentary for ZZ Top, and I got a lot of inspiration from one of their earlier albums for uh, for the Cowboy Necromancer and for the song Lagrange. Um, in the documentary, the, the singer was tell, telling how he actually got his voice that like kind of gritty and low. And before they recorded. He basically just was like, all right, like he had because at the beginning of the song, he actually drops an octave. And then the next verse, he's back to his normal octave. Right. To do that, he just like ran some a couple times around the studio until he was like kind of like <sighs> and then recorded it like that. So, yeah, it works. I feel or like a blunt. Top. I'm always having trouble breathing. We just like. Pots. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about the pot. I mean, it's, I, you remember that episode of King of the Hills Easy Top was on? Mm-hmm. And do you remember that episode of King of the Hill where Hank smokes a pot? No. He did. It's all tied together. I remember, I remember that circle. episode of Bones where one of the guys from ZZ Top was on there. Did he smoke a pot? I don't think so. He could have, though. I didn't see so, that. So. Whoever's the biggest pot smoker, they'll, you'll appreciate one of the characters in Cowboy Necromancer. So <laughs> I have, I've spent a lot of time, weirdly enough, in Asia with shamans, including ones who, you know, um, end up being from Austin, shaman-type people use hallucinogens and stuff so i wrote this character named don gasper and he's constantly like you know when he meets the main character he has consumed toad venom he's on peyote and in character to communicate with him he just constantly has to give him weed the main character sterling doesn't really smoke weed he only smokes cigarettes but he actually has a bag of story list to <laughs> give to don gasper because if he's talking to him don gasper is just like you know he's like all right well here here take this and then let's keep talking <laughs> He's addicted to the Mary Jane. Oh. Josh, I'd say you're the biggest pot smoker. You smoked pot a couple of years ago, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And then ate a hamburger. And it was your best hamburger. I'm not going to have a job here soon. so You can smoke all you want. Yeah. Um, even though it's legal, you're still not allowed yeah, to smoke. You can't smoke it and have a job, yeah. even though they're not related. But yeah, I don't really read many many books. I listen to all audiobooks basically at this point. Makes sense. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one to come out. What does that mean? Does he look like he, an idiot? <laughs> it makes sense is that because he looks dumb it's, yeah it's because he looks dumb <laughs> i think audio um i, I got that dumb look. Uh, yeah we had a vote is it my it, hitler so haircut okay. <laughs> the hitler haircut springs screams audiobook listener yes yeah. <laughs> well i listen to it when i'm at work so it's like makes total sense yeah, yeah. i i'm not a good audiobook listener um <laughs> i've decided that like you know some people are good at it i get distracted too easy i'm very much like squirrel there's something there for me to look at. Like, and so I've tried to listen to, like, when I wrote Cowboy Necromancer, I was also listening to Blood Meridian because I, like, I wanted to capture some of that voice. But it's Wait, also, you were like, listening, you were listening to an audiobook and writing? No, I mean, uh, during the, during, when I say when I'm writing, I mean during the, the yeah, months that it took me say, to. I would expect you no. to be distracted. <laughs> There'd be way too much bleed through. And you'd, after an hour, you'd realize you just wrote down everything you were hearing. No, I listen to like I have to have playlists for each book, and so Cowboy Necromancer's playlist is mostly like spaghetti westerns and just stuff like that. Like, uh, the, there's the famous composer who he did like the that song. Um, I can't. I always forget his name. He's an Italian guy. He actually died last year. I, I they they have like on YouTube people have like three hour long you know uh, loops of his music that he's done for just for everything from Clint Eastwood to like kind of more obscure ones. So I would just listen to that over and over to the point where like it's now 
I'll wake up thinking it'll be in my head when I wake up and I'm like, I don't need to write that right now. I'm not starting the next book until the summer. So I'm the, I'm the same way when I write, I have a playlist I listen to and it's just uh work bitch by Britney Spears on repeat. <laughs> it motivates me. You got to change it. If you want those things, you got to work, bitch. You do. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then she's music like, is good for that. Governor a bunch of time. Uh, I just remembered we were doing questions. I have questions. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so these questions were sent in by Randy Ferris. Okay. Uh, hi, Randy. Question sorry, Randy. one. Question one. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Who would win in a fight, Shazam or Kazam? Oh, can we do a can we go do a quick explainer? Shazam is the the superhero that, that is a kid that gets turned into an adult, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a I'm a very avid comic book reader, so that's yeah. And, oh yeah, what are you reading? Oh. Right now, I'm reading Hundred Bullets. I just finished um uh for for uh, Cowboy Necromancer. I read East of West and um oh what was it called? It, it, it was like a, it was once I just I really liked it. It was one set on a, a fictional Indian reservation. And now that the writer writes for X-Men or he writes a lot of Wolverine stuff. I'm blanking on the title right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I read a lot. I, I, I actually prefer comics over fiction because, like, if I read fiction, like I I I I'll borrow too much by by accident or I'll I'll. I, I just don't I, I kind of don't want to get I, I kind of want my ideas to be completely original. So I. I in a fiction sphere. So I try to consume media from other spheres. So, yeah, I just, I also read like a couple months ago, the, the whole um, arc with uh, Superman who, when he kind of became a bad guy because someone killed Lois Lane and it was, she had it coming. There's a new stack run coming out in a few months. So I hope Shazam was in that one though. That's why I said the Shazam, he was in that one. And so like, you know, but I don't know Kazam though. I feel like I should. Kazam is you know Shaq. Kazam? Yeah, yeah. Kazam is yeah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, that's right. <laughs> oh, dude, if it's it's done, I mean, you don't even have to ask me that question. You don't even have to ask me that question. It's Kazam. Kazam, Kazam wins. He's a genie who raps. Yes, yes, yes. Kazam wins. You know, the last comic, the last last comic I read over. was the uh, Lord Dragon arc. Was it? It was a long time ago. I feel Ronan, like it was like two uh, years ago. The second book of Ronan's out. I you didn't bring me the first one. I thought you wanted to wait for them all. I'll wait for them all to come out. Did they reveal who the turtle is? Yeah, first book. So let's not. Let's just keep Ronan is a, a Ninja Turtle comic book where all the turtles but one die. It's pretty good. That sounds awesome. I can't. It's a it's a big reveal. He's green. It's, it's a big a little reveal. Isn't they like all the look exactly five the, minutes of the pod of the whatever. No, they all look exactly the same aside from their oh he's, headband. He does not. He doesn't wear a headband. What weapon does he use? Huh? What weapon does he use? All, all weapons. Oh, he uses all the weapons. Mm-hmm. So it's Leonardo. He's yeah. the only one who was Good trained luck. on all of them. Good luck How finding you... out with cool. that information. He's green. He has a shell. He's a ninja. Good luck. How old is he? I think uh, Shazam would win. Or Kazam would win. The... Kazam. I'm Kazam. And Kazam would kick the Ninja Turtles' asses, too. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the Ninja Turtles. If Shaq but... punched that Zachary... Fanboy, what's his name? Yeah. Who? Who's who played Chuck? Was Shazam? Uh, you guys are you guys are missing a big angle. You guys are missing a big angle. Shaq wouldn't have to even mess with the Ninja Turtles. He would just make them pizzas, and they would eat the pizza. And he like he owns like Papa John's franchises now. So, right there. Yeah, no not, one said anything. No one's the Turtles. The Ninja Turtles aren't involved in this. While they're great <laughs> heroes in their own right, they could not fight a genie. 
A genie's a little. I, <laughs> I uh, involved him in it just to be clear for this this questioner that Kazam beats Shazam. He also beats Ninja Turtles. Just in case anyone needs so that. Yeah. Shaq is also a DJ. <laughs> he takes it very seriously. Why Why does Kazam beat Shazam? Uh, he can rap. He, he can rap. Magical powers. Yeah. And he owns he, a Krispy Kreme franchise. Shazam in the fa- Lightning or something. He just he says bigger. He just goes Shazam, and then lightning hits him. Have you he, ever? He's been, kind of yeah. He's like, he's like Superman. Basically. But you know what? He's kind of a little shit. Like you just get him when he's sleeping. He's a teenager. They have to sleep more. Just, yeah. He, so here's what you do. No, you get him on. You cyber bully him, <laughs> and then he won't even come to the fight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You cyber bully him. This is case closed. Next question. You cyberbully him. I mean, I'm all for cyberbullying. You but... <laughs> I'll agree. That's the, I think that's one of the first unanimous ones we've had this season. Should we? Which I don't know what season we're on. Should we find the guy who played Shazam and all start cyberbullying? I him? think we should. Probably. What? I'm glad you're in. It's the kid? <laughs> the kid, obviously. How are you going to find Zachary Levy? I'm, I'm He's not going to talk to you. Cyber Peter Instagram. Gallagher. Yeah. Peter Gallagher talked to us. That's I think true. He also Benjamin McKenzie blocked us. Benjamin McKenzie followed us on Twitter and then blocked us immediately after. That's a win. I wonder if you have to follow someone two blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's well, we, we said that not. for like a Surely year. Not. It's like making a statement. I just want you to know I'm blocking you. Yeah, we got very excited, and then he blocked us when we got even more excited. <laughs> yeah, we did. Small victories, you know? So question two. Can you be a drag queen if you are a lady dressed as a guy in a suit and a mustache? No. You can be a drag king. Hmm. Is that a fact? No. You seemed very, like, you knew. You did seem like you, the confidence was So good. let me talk about this episode of King of the Hill with okay. drag queens. Good, good. good there was nice. an episode of King of the Hill. Right. Where Peggy made a new friend and she thought, hey, I like hanging out with this lady. They're not the lady. It was a man who was a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think I've seen that episode. They all the drag queens respected Peggy because she was a, a boisterous woman. Mm-hmm. So Huge here's the thing. If drag queens are going to keep being so mean, why don't they just stay guys? Yeah. Why do they bully John? Wait, Delaney? drag queens are guys? I think I'm missing something. Okay, you know RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are guys dressed as ladies. Oh. I never watched that show. It, no, really? one, no one did. It's a bit No, well, I've seen like every season. I, okay. He was funny on this now. You don't... Yeah, I don't know. It's not even worth getting into. I don't remember what the question now, was. Now, RuPaul is the one who makes the delicious desserts, correct? I have no idea. I'm sure she could make good desserts. I'm sure. I mean, she maybe. had the gooey butter cake, and then she got in trouble for saying bad words or something. Isn't that Paula Deen? Oh, yes, that is Paula Yeah, Dean. Paula Deen did that. So wait, RuPaul, RuPaul is a drag a... queen, right? She's yes. not a transvestite. Correct. RuPaul is a man who dresses like a lady. He doesn't say... Correct. Okay. Drag... So that's a drag queen. Yeah. So, I mean, and logically... Isn't a drag king? He's a guy. No, I mean, because he's going for the lady Oh, look. you... Okay, what you're dressed so I, think, as. I think drag, like... Drag is is like a culture. It's not. I, I mean, I'm sure. I would assume there are yeah, lady drag can, queens, yeah, sure. ladies who dress up like ladies. Liza Minnelli and say, "I'm Liza Minnelli, drag queen." But and, if you know, a lady is dressing as a guy, they can't be a drag queen. I don't drag know. king, drag emperor. Oh no, I'm drag not qualified dictator? to answer this oh. question. I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna go with not qualified because I'll get it wrong somehow. Let me give you a situation right. first. <laughs> lady dressed up. As that uh, yummy dictator you looked okay. up earlier, right? Drag dictator. 
correct? Okay. So, but the, yeah. So drag, I don't think it has to has to be a certain gender. No, definitely not. I think, so I, I watched. There's another show where they get they do they put on the the ball the drag ball mm-hmm. and they just dress up as all kinds of different things. Okay. So like I think yeah, he could just be a So boy. so last October I dressed as Pikachu for this Halloween. Would I be drag no. Pokemon? No. No, you're drag Pikachu. I mean you're if you maybe maybe if you were dressed up as like a Dragonite you'd be a Dragon. Oh. But that would be the only relatable for that. <laughs> I up until this moment I thought drag was short for dragon anyway. So I agree. So yeah, I like the drag gone joke. <laughs> that was good. I, I thought I've been thinking of that since the word drag queen came up. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah, really like, hoping oh, I can get. Like, gotta get a fantasy joke in. I'm, I'm hoping I can relate dragon in here, but mm-hmm. if not, I'm just gonna let it slide because I don't want to force it. All force. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. It was good. It didn't seem forced. Um. So I think I don't know. Maybe they can be drag queens, but I think it'd be. I think drag king would be a more appropriate. Can a term. drag queen still have a mustache? Like a guy doesn't have to shave yeah. his beard to be a drag queen, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you don't have to shave. It's all about uh, energy. I think it's more about fun, energy right? and personality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super. Cool. Well, we solved that hard question. Uh, What's you know, relating, guys? My earlier today, my son Max mm-hmm. was one. He was wearing my wife's shoe and walking around. Nice. <laughs> I said, you, you look like a drag king, man. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so if any drag queens have any questions, come to us. We'll yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Harmon, this is right up your alley. I can I can tell. Uh, if you have to grow to like the taste of something, is it worth it? I.e. coffee beer. Yes. Which is coffee beer's buzz beer, as everybody knows. <laughs> buzz beer. Stay up and get drunk again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? That's a great sure, reference. I'm, I'm sad that no one <laughs> caught our reference. So you say it's worth it? Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes it takes, uh, you know, it takes a little training to understand what something is. and Or, or like, I didn't drink coffee until years ago. I worked at Starbucks, and then I started drinking coffee because I was around every day, and then I started liking it. So, yeah, that's my... That's that's how I come into that. Like, well, you started liking it, or is it you found a way, like, it found a different version of it? Like, I don't like straight black coffee. Are you I sure? Just you like regular Stockholm syndrome, but you can <laughs> you can get there. You know? Could I? Yeah, you could. You can get there. If I just drank straight up black coffee for the next year, do you think in a year I'm gonna like co- black coffee? So, uh, if you you'd have to get into like different brewing methods and maybe get like a certain you wouldn't want like just black coffee from like the normal pot like you'd want to get like a nicer Isn't that a or like that. that's that's a like a french press like that's not standard coffee. i mean yeah but then you but then you like keep going and you progress until i think you get the there. heart of the question <laughs> is not if you can change a product enough to where no, you but, like it no but you're training so like you're changing it and it's just a step towards drinking a pot of coffee that's like Folgers. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work to drink something I don't like well, to in begin the first with. place, yeah. But, so, well, what about like video games? Like there's been games that when I first started them I didn't like and then after getting into it I'm like, "All right, I, okay, okay. Now, and then I really like, like it." Octodad. That, I feel like that's different though cuz like here's let me I give you a good example. The beginning. <laughs> Star Trek the Next Generation. The the first season is shit. There are literally 24 bad episodes before it starts getting good. And it's worth it, but it's not like after 24 episodes, you're invested in That's why you keep watching. 
It gets good after 24 episodes. The coffee doesn't change. So if you start you just... on episode 25, would you wait? Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> the them. coffee doesn't change, but your taste buds do. So do they? why would you change yourself? And it's not your taste buds, it's your mind. And I don't even, you, you think you like it because you kept drinking it. Let me, Corey, have you, you've had the coffee Coke? See, yeah, I don't well, like it. But I did, I did recently pick fantastic. up a book on how to be interesting. Oh. So I'm trying to like black coffee because that's interesting. Why are we doing this? <laughs> it's not <laughs> super interesting. Look, <laughs> if you want to know what interesting is, uh-huh. <laughs> we bought some like legit Thai coffee mm-hmm. online, uh, Oleong or whatever. I don't know how you pronounce Le- it. Lady Boy? And. It took a minute because it's very different from like the coffee that we drink. But now I'm like, I'm so into it. How much of it did you have to drink? No, you liked it before you ordered. No, it. no, I, I I had coffee at a Thai restaurant yes. and then we made our own. And it like it took me a minute because I think this is like more. And you didn't like it the first time you made it because it wasn't the same thing you got. But at I that kept restaurant. going, and now and I am really it into it. it. No, I didn't change it. it was like I'm really into it because like I like the flavor now. It's it's better. Okay, so let me tell you this story that, that that will explain everything. Okay, I met this dude, right? Okay. I wasn't really into it. But then over years, he got surgery and changed himself to a beautiful woman. Now I find him attractive. You grew to like a dude. But that's a different person. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. That's not, not the same original coffee. If, if you are in a ship, and you're traveling <laughs> across the ocean, and every day you have to change a board on that ship. Mm-hmm. At the end of the trip, are you in the same boat or are you in a new boat? You're in a new, new boat. boat. New <laughs> That's why every seven years you should be forgiven of your past <laughs> crimes because you're a new person. That's true. You shed all your hair and skin and whatnot. Oh, I'm, I'm going to change my, my opinion completely now <laughs> because I just watched WandaVision. And I had to watch three episodes I hated before I liked it. There you go. So yeah, I agree. You have to grow to like things. But to be fair, the three episodes you didn't like were bad. The yeah. first three episodes weren't very good. And it's not even, I don't know, they were fine. They really were. You just didn't like the format because you don't give a shit about sitcoms from the from before the 90s. Mm-hmm. No one does. Yeah, Malcolm and the Mill episode. It got, I just, it got like that. Are you watching WandaVision? Uh, not currently because... Um, I'm not so interested in, in, in that character's arc. And also I don't have Disney plus right now. I need to get it again at some point. Cause my wife wants to watch some stuff on it. And I want to watch the second season of Mandalorian. Yeah, just Our brother's password. <laughs> Listen, uh, WandaVision may or may not be the best thing the Marvel universe ever did. It really depends on what they do with one character, but I won't spoil it for you. It really, I, mean, I really like the daredevil. That was, I mean, I wish Netflix had continued to, be able to produce within the Marvel universe because there was some really, you know, some fun stuff there. I don't think those were part of the Marvel universe. I feel like they are Marvel characters. Yeah, I really don't because they were. How did they connect anything? They would occasionally mention the events of the movies. That was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they a- did connect with um, it's like they they formed it. They did one season where they formed a team. The Defenders. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. all connected together, all the ones on Netflix. But but they didn't connect to the overall mm-hmm. MCU. And it's the same with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., how they said that was going to be a big part of the MCU. And then Kevin Feige was just like, no, nah, that's not part of the MCU. Well, didn't Captain America marry one of those ladies? No. Those... Yeah. No. I think yeah. so. That's Agent Carter. That was a different show. Oh. But Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is just her daughter or whatever. Man, no. Was... That's not, that has nothing to, to do with Agents I want of... everyone to know. 
how excited I was when I thought Josh was wrong mm-hmm. and like you guys were all about it. And then he just shut you down. I'll just edit it. Make it look like <laughs> he's stupid. Yeah. Do you want me to say, ah, shit? Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. I was wrong. You dummy. Josh is wrong. This is juicy. I don't. Yeah. I, but I, the I Defenders to... was uh, just average. I watched it and then completely forgot I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the Defenders are out. <laughs> I think I've watched this before. Yeah, all the defender stuff. I don't know. I don't feel like any of it really clicked aside from Daredevil. I wish and, Luke Cage was fun. Yeah, Luke I Cage thought it was, was going to be fun, and it was not. Daredevil. Yeah, cool. I think Daredevil was good. I think it was like good writing. It wasn't great, but Charlie Cox made a pop. Charlie yeah. Cox's yeah. Daredevil it is looked what made good. It. all that looked. The really cinematography good. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hallway fight that they stole from Old Boy. Mm-hmm. Stealing is key. Stealing like if, is key. If you get a nice coffee from a different country, you steal that recipe, you make a food truck, and you sell that coffee. Yeah. With we a call grilled it, cheese. We call it American Freedom Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Settle. Okay. You guys ready for this next question? Okay. I am ready. Of the trilogies, which one is best? Oh, God. That's just the whole question? Lord yeah. of the Rings. Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, Back to the Future. Mm. Oh, no, no. Twilight. Are they three? Oh, Men in Black. Movies. I think it's four. Men in Black has four oh. movies. The what? <laughs> no, Twilight. Doesn't it have four? Oh, probably. Twilight? Okay. Yeah. Like eight. How about we just go the first three Harry Potter? We're three in the middle. Beverly Hills Cop is the best trilogy. Excel, Excel. There's four Men in Black. Yeah. Oh, there's the British one with Thor. There's the new one with Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. My future wife. Is Will Smith in it? She's no. deaf. <laughs> Liam Neeson's in it. Out. And he plays yeah. Schindler. Will Smith is not in anything that he used to be connected to anymore. They're like, let's do New Independence Day. No, Will Smith. Let's do New Men in Black. I like let's that in New Independence Day. Day. They like made they mentioned Will Smith's character. Yeah, and they said he, like, died. he died. Yeah. I mean, they went out of their way to you, get rid of him. He knows that like these aren't going to be good movies. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I get it. I think his wife was in that one, right? So <laughs> Will, and this could be not true. But it's my understanding that Will Smith wouldn't be in the new Independence Day movie because they didn't let his kid be the main character. Oh, jeez. That's a good day out right there. Yeah. You should also yeah. refuse to be in any movie unless they make Max the main character. I probably won't, but... Yeah. I, uh, you should. <laughs> I'm not as as Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when Will Smith used to leave the house, you know, he'd say to, he'd say to his kid, how far... His kid would say, how far do you love me? And Will Smith would say to the table and back. Uh-huh. And his, his kid would say, no, you love me further than that. And say to the door and back. And then eventually he'd say to the moon and back, and then he'd kiss the kid and leave. Like on the list? Yeah. That's his why he stays so young. His kid was littler back then. Gotcha. Okay. You were there? That's from Jersey Girl. Oh, okay. Did you get the reference? Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't good. It was a good reference. It Whatever. was great. <laughs> the reference was fine, but it like didn't... It, it popped. We didn't need it for it's like gonna a pop. minute of the podcast. It's gonna. Well, we'll cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll just be Josh saying that to you. Okay. <laughs> he won't explain any of the Will Smith stuff. And then hitting me in the face with the yeah. weird thing. Okay. What was the question? Will Smith something. Best trilogy. Best oh. trilogy, Beverly Hills Cop. Hands is, down. Is there... How many Slimeverse books are there, Josh? One. One and a half? Yes. One. <laughs> Do you have any trilogies? Do I? Yeah. Yeah, I have... Um, let me think. Actual trilogies, uh, not... Yeah, I yeah. count these three books as a trilogy, then these three after that as a trilogy. No, no, no. Um, my series, Death's Mantle, is a trilogy. 
that's finished. My series, Last Warrior of Unagaya, uh, Last Warrior of Unagaya is a trilogy that's finished. Monster Hunt NYC is a trilogy that's finished. Um, oh. Wait, I forgot you did Monster Hunt. That was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, that was my favorite book you did. Oh man, that was so good. And Sound Booth did it. We talked to uh, Jeff Hayes right after they did that book. Yeah, and then we had Andy Alicott on. That was on. amazing. That was great. Jeff is great. We like you now. Congrats. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I, I, aren't there three of them though? He just, he just said. said. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm but, the guy. I meant, sorry, I meant. Uh, so you have three of them. One of them's on Audible, like on audio. Yeah, and the the other two should be coming at some point. Um, but the other other books I mentioned are all they all have all their parts out. Death's Mantle, Last Way of Unagaya, they have all their parts out. So. Okay, so my new favorite trilogy is Monster Hunt NYC. I'm still going with Beverly Hills Cop because it's just <laughs> the best thing. They're gonna make a fourth one in Rome. But they're not. If they, they were are. they if they were gonna do it, they would already do it. But then again, in. man. So I'm I'm I hate to uh you know look less than perfect in you guys' eyes, but I just realized two days ago that the movie Coming to America mm-hmm. is the sequel to Coming to America. I was just why? really confused as to why they were advertising Coming to America a lot. I thought maybe Amazon just got the rights. You thought it was the same movie? I thought it was the same movie. Did you not see them in the movie? Josh, that is embarrassing. I just saw. I didn't like. How seeing, embarrassing! I know. Right? All I I've seen is all I've seen is like ads on Amazon where it's like coming to America, March something. Well, they put the two in there. They're real clever with it. They two. yeah. They they <laughs> outsmarted me. I'm worried that more people are not going to watch it because they're not going to understand. I'm not going to watch it just because I don't want it. I didn't watch it. So. First one's okay, but it's not a trilogy considering that this is only going to be the second one. Yeah. Well, we don't know that yet. Could be. Yeah, yeah, they might just look- drop it coming to America too. When two, when people oh, are listening like- to this in fifty years, you're gonna look so stupid. I might. <laughs> Plus, there's all all that stupid shit I say daily. <laughs> yeah. That won't be good. No. So, uh, Mr. Cooper, what did you say was the ultimate trilogy? Beverly Hills Cop. I have zero opinion on that. So you're so. not. You don't want to start a fight between Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. There's. Uh, yeah. Three star yeah, Wars. that's yeah, and and also uh, yeah. That's a trilogy, right? And then there's also three offshoot movies, right? Could we consider those a trilogy? Uh, what are the three offshoot movies in Star Wars? Well, there's the the one about Han Solo mm-hmm. as a young dude. There's the bad. one about Lando, and then there's a one of I I can't remember. There was no one. I don't know why Rogue they had the other one, but it wasn't bad. Rogue One. Rogue One. So Rogue, Rogue One. Two. Yeah, that's the trilogy. Lando. <laughs> Solo and Rogue One. The ultimate. That's a good trilogy. It's a fun trilogy. I have a question that has nothing to do with uh, trilogies at this point, but where did you come up with the idea of Asacamelus? <laughs> um, I believe that uh, I believe that um, Jeff Hayes and I were bouncing some stuff off each other, and it kind of came about. And Ooh, so, um, beautiful. It's brilliant. You ever think about getting into songwriting too on the side? I was a musician for um, quite a, a while before I uh, became a writer. So. That's awesome. Would you care to whip us up a new theme song right now? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I'm done with music and audiobooks. It's not. It doesn't seem to be. Um, uh, uh, audio listeners don't seem to care one way or the other. They kind of just want, and, and a lot of them like just their normal narration with it. Um, I get that. So. I, I really do. Yeah. But I felt like I felt like Miles Turner was something special. Yeah, really. It is. It's really cool. It's it's really really cool. I have another project that maybe one day I will do that ha- would have full audio, 
but I, who knows? It's not going to probably be until the end of the decade or something. So, so do you think those other two books are going to come out the same way, or is it just going to be straight audio? Oh, no. They're, 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 one of them is in post-production right now, and then the third one, hopefully it'll follow soon after because people want it now, especially now it's in Audible Plus. Um, I get contacted too many times per week about it, and so I want those books out so I don't get contacted about it because I, I hate telling people I don't know or uh, I don't have it available for you. you know. So uh, you said you're done with audio. Does that mean like you actually recorded an audio book with you reading it? Or are you just... No, I mean, um, I'm done. I, I'm done right now with like uh, sound okay. effects and full production audio. Gotcha. I actually did um, the other book that's on Audible Plus that I did with SBT, um, We Could Be Heroes. I wrote some of the music for that and we recorded it in Austin. Um, so I actually flew down to Austin to do that. So um, did, you that was Jeff, did you stay on Jeff's uh, bed? Yeah. He has a fancy bed. All about it. Everybody I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, we were in Austin. He doesn't live there. I stayed at an Airbnb. Um, but we did record. Uh, oh my God, the bed was not great. I'm picky about beds, so yeah. So well, Jeff Hayes has a really sweet bed. You can. We'll link it. We'll link it in the episode description in case you want to get it. Not to brag, but I have the same one. So you, you oh, did oh. His, uh, his uh, recommendation. recommendation, yeah. Well, I think it was Andrea Parsno's recommendation, wasn't it? Oh, she's great. They're she all great. great. Everyone's yeah, better everybody's than us. Great. Andrea's awesome. I had lunch with her um, a couple years ago, and before all the you know the COVID and all that, and we discussed. She's the narrator for Death's Mantle, the trilogy I did, and so I, I at the time I was telling her about that and had um, lunch with her in, in Portland, Maine, with her husband. It was a great time. She's so fun. No. Did she do uh, Wondering In, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She's a yeah, great She is actor. amazing. Consistent. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. She did a 40-hour audiobook and it, like, no weird jumping. You know, like, even the best uh, narrators, like, when they're saying, you can find points where they mm -hmm. sound completely different. I mm -hmm. None of her books I've ever heard. She's good. She's I never awesome. finished The Wondering In. I can't. I it's not it's my so favorite. It's so sad, isn't it's, it? It's I just don't favorite. have, man. Don't have the time for that. Like I did the stand, and that was probably the last forty-hour audiobook I'm ever gonna do. Oh, I've I've got. Life. I love a good long audiobook. If I'm, I mean, oh, you should check out Brandon Sandelman. Then, yeah, no, I know. So in the time it takes to listen to that book, I could go to work and make over two hundred dollars. Oh my I god! So, I listen at work, so <laughs> I'm I'm winning. It's perfect. I, I, I mean, I'm a big Wheel of Time fan. Those books are crazy. I'm a big Wheel of Fortune. I'm a, yeah. also a big fan. Wheels in general. <laughs> general wheels. Hey, good true story. I went out. I was just kind of hope. I was I was throwing the wheel of time thing out there, so he'd be like, "Yeah, I like wheel of time." And then we just like talk about it for an hour or two. Well, the other day I went out to uh, clean my car, and two of my tires were flat. Oh, so it all ties together, guys. It all ties together. It all ties together. For a okay. wheel. We got one last question. Oh my God. Oh, let's do it, and then I'll <laughs> say goodbye <laughs> to you. Get out of here. No, no. After after the questions, we have the uh, after party. The, <laughs> Yeah, there's a hotel lobby and then there's the boat party. So I hope you didn't have any plans tonight. This is going to be a while. You said you, you could go till 8.30. What time is it there? <laughs> 8.30. Oh, okay, last question. What's the shittiest thing you've ever done? <laughs> uh, you know, there was one something I did shitty one time in Austin that I always felt bad about. So um, I was living in like this really cool place and the, it was a duplex and 
our neighbors were friends with my roommate and I, like they, they were kind of all grew up together. I was the, I, kind of the odd man out. Like I didn't grow up with them, but they were really cool guys. And so we, we decided to throw this really, really big party. I mean, like, you know, hundreds of people big. And we even like went down to downtown Austin and made flyers and stuff. And at the time I was kind of seeing this girl, but I kind of didn't want her to come to the party because like I didn't, I wasn't, I just wasn't like, I was an asshole. Let's just say that. And um, I just wanted to see what could happen at this party because I knew it was going to be like a really fly party. Well, the party ended up being even bigger than we thought it would be. I mean, it was anywhere between like 150 and 250 people showed up and she naturally organically heard word about it. And we had spent the night together like the night before. And so, and then like she shows up at the party and then it's just kind of like shocked. Like you're having a party and then I have to be like, oh, it was kind of a last minute thing, but there's like flyers around and stuff. So that was really bad. And she was so sweet. And so I feel bad about that. I'm guessing you're not married to her now. No, no. My wife, uh, in the other room, she's Mongolian. She, she wouldn't have been there at that time. You seem like a really nice guy. I spit in Corey's face one time. So like, <laughs> like, just, like my story, I feel like your story. Was, yeah, you didn't spit in her face. Yeah, did you? you didn't spit in her face. No, but I, yeah, it was kind of over after emotionally. that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mostly spit in his face as well. Like it was not a good. Sometimes I feel bad about you brought up cyberbullying earlier. There was this girl who really liked our friend Justin, and every time he posted something, she would get on there and <laughs> talk to her. So me and you would get on there and just badger her, like saying everything she did was awesome and stuff, until she blocked. Oh. Me. I, and like <laughs> memories will come up, and she still blocked me. So I, I think about that sometimes. Like we were not nice to that Josh, girl. Let me caveat. Josh is the number one internet troll in the world. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me add on to your story. Do you know the pot rack I have out there where my pots are hanging out? Mm-hmm. Her brother installed that for me. Oh yeah. Did he say he's gonna kick your ass? No. He's he was one of my best friends at work for years. Oh yeah. We would just like just lay into her and it wasn't funny it was <laughs> fun at the time and it was funny at the time but have you grown up since then since i've like, grown up since then I look if do you don't anymore. if you don't look He's back grown up since seven years ago and think you were an asshole you haven't mm-hmm. grown yeah i yeah. stick up the, the bullying just people i don't know now um i <laughs> i have a second facebook account to bully people on. yeah good thinking uh josh actually cyber bullied someone to the point where he got a phone call at work from from him. So, <laughs> wait, what was the story on that? I can't even remember. They called you. They didn't call me. They called my work. But like what you did wasn't even me. that bad, right? No, I uh, I think it was on like Imager or iFlighting or something, and I <laughs> I pointed out that someone had just stolen the meme and then reposted it because like seven other people had done it that day. And they called my work to complain. Yeah. Why? <laughs> was, why did you get your... It was linked to my Facebook. Oh, okay. Okay. It was. It was linked to my. Uh, uh... But you regret LinkedIn. that, right? Okay. It was linked to my LinkedIn. Okay. Well, that's. And all, I don't regret that. All of our questions. Uh, do you want to plug yourself? Tell everybody where they can <laughs> find all your beautiful. Yeah. Books? Sure. It's so easy to to find my stuff if you just go to www.harmoncooper.com. All the links are there to my Facebook group, to anything. And I'm actually going to um, be, uh, over the next six months or so, I'll be um, having more books on other channels, selling books directly as well for some of my older series. My newer series are always going to be 
on Amazon, Kindle Unlimited, but things like House of Dolls and even Monster Hunt, things that I want, you know, other people to be able to discover, um, they, they will be available on there as well. And yeah, um, my next release is uh, from my pen name. It's My Ninja Girl for, um, and the first volume is already out in audio. So that's a publisher pack. So it's over 16 hours. It's it's uh, volume one and two. Volume three and four will be out then in August, narrated by Tess Irondale. Um, for for this for who I am, Harmon Cooper, that um, that will my next release will be Pilgrim Three, which is in May. And in July, I have a surprise coming: uh, uh, Cultivation Progression Fantasy book. And then in September, Cowboy Necromancer Two. And that's Holy it. Crap, Before we let that. you go, how many books have you published, man? Fifty nine. Holy so, shit! And I don't use ghostwriters or I, it's just me. So. Well, well yeah, either. Ghost, that sounds terrifying. Ghostwriters aren't real, dude. That was a TV show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, you kept us a little longer than we wanted, but we're going to let you end it now. Uh, so, Thanks, guys. Harmon, if you don't care, could you go ahead and end this podcast in the traditional manner? <laughs> uh, let me see. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> I thought we we're going to end it by a prayer. That's what you told me in the, in the Facebook <laughs> message. Uh, our Father who out in heaven, JV, J podcast, kingdom come, that will be done. Listen to podcasts. Okay. Thanks, amen. guys. Amen. <laughs> amen. Oh, I forgot the amen part. I have to start over. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Thanks, Let's guys. just go ahead and start re record the whole thing. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mussolini would yeah and that would kind of be a similar feel so there was some discussion that my new haircut kind of makes me look like Hitler it doesn't but (laughs) we all misremembered how handsome Hitler was because his hair was not nearly as great clippy as mine I'm trying to see yeah he's got a sick fade it's not yeah Hitler's was way jacked up he has nothing on me (laughs) he had the meth fade in the end there because he was all all up on uppers